I forced myself to stay up and uh, finish those Ms. Marvel episodes, so. Oh, I did not do that. <laughs> Shit. Well, it's fine. Just spoil it. I'm, I don't know. Did it get better? Episode four was without a doubt the best episode so far. Really? Is anything? Well, I guess we'll talk about it. Get into it. But now I haven't watched it, but I'm not worried about spoilers. I still wouldn't describe it as a good show. Is it better than Loki? I only watched that one episode of that, but it Uh-oh. doesn't have Loki in it, so I assume it's better by okay. default. All right. What's, what although, other shows do they have? Although, so, in that comic mm-hmm. book series that they're kind of basing this off of, the original, Loki yeah. does eventually show up at our high school. So oh, okay. hopefully, hopefully we don't get to that point in the TV show. Ooh, what's he doing in high school? Um, I don't remember what the fuck he does. I have no memory. I just remember him being there for some reason. What kind of mischief is he getting into with the high school girls? Yeah, it's it's troubling what he does. <laughs> I hope that happens in this show. Then I'll watch it if Loki turns up. I'm in. Man, so we got this... Uh, email from work saying like hey here's a bunch of out of town shows that they need help for it's somewhat this saturday there's a nine hour bus trip to wisconsin but it's for rage against the machine with run the jewels which would be like the main show i would want to go and see all summer because when uh they come through cleveland it's not a live nation show they're playing at uh rocket mortgage okay but I can't go Saturday because I'm already scheduled for a shitty orchestra show at our venue. Damn. That sucks. Well, at least you one. can watch the orchestra. Fuck yeah. Woohoo. Real music. Yeah. <laughs> Do the orchestra put all this, all of their instruments in the trunk of their sedans? Probably. I assume they have nicer cars, though, than sedans. Well, I mean, if... Keith the drummer was driving a sedan. I can't imagine anyone's making more money than Keith the drummer if they're in an orchestra. You don't think professional orchestra players make more than uh, House of Soul house band musicians? I don't think so. I doubt it. Somehow I doubt it. Anyway, you ready to get this train on the tracks? Speaking of House of Soul. Yeah, all aboard. Have Black Tongues Comics Night Talk episode. I'm Dave. And I'm Donnie. This week we're talking about Nightman, of course. And instead of talking about comic books, we're going to talk about some comic book shows that have been coming out uh, recently that we've been watching. So we're just going to get caught up on that. So we haven't heard this drop in a while. Fuck these comic book shows. Oh, dude, I completely forgot that we I know. don't play that for. <laughs> Shit. Well, now, well, yeah, because we've been doing night talk, so that's been sort of taking over. But I'll just, I'll hit it, I'll hit that a couple times today, make up for the lack of. Um, but anyway, we're really just here for Nightman most of the time these days. So let me play that that drop. Night talk. 
this is a great episode. And I was kind of, this would have been a good episode for Ralph to get into because Ralph didn't seem like he was as excited about it as you and I were. I, well, he said he only watched a couple minutes of it with his friend. So I'm so disappointed that we didn't get a full, honest review from Ralph. That's the thing I wanted so badly to hear was his actual honest take on this shit. I know. So bummed we didn't get that. Oh, man, that is disappointing. Yeah. But yeah, this episode would have been fucking perfect. Yeah, this is a really fucking good one. This this had everything you want in a Nightman episode. What was this one called anyway? Beauty is Skin Deep or something? Something about the beauty or the love. Something about beauty. Yeah. But this this had like everything you want in a Nightman episode. It has like goofy like activities. Like the, in this one, it's like a wrestling match that everyone gets super into for some reason. They're like all in in this wrestling. And then like the, there's like weird, bizarre story beats and like very weird logic of the characters and everything, and just uh, like actions without any real consequences which it's really great it's it's very it's a really interesting episode it's i I love this episode this is a good one this one has this one also has by far the single biggest most successful like guest actor of any nightman episode so far really the girl the girl who plays uh carrie the the jewelry store owner's daughter stepdaughter that's that actress Meredith Monroe who like appeared on Dawson's Creek for like ten years, and then she was also on oh. Criminal Minds for another like twelve years. She's had a pretty long, successful career. She was in a Transformers movie. Oh wow! Yeah, like of everyone I've seen on that show, she's without a doubt the most successful one I think so far. She's more successful than Donald Trump. Even- <laughs> well, that doesn't count. I mean, okay, I guess not. She's even more successful than Nightman actor himself. Like that guy was in a John Wick movie as a stunt coordinator and then retired from acting. So she's been working longer than that dude, even. Yeah, that's, uh, okay. I mean, and she's on Nightman, so I can't argue with the success yeah, of her Yeah, so career. the resume stacks yeah. up. Like. Right. Yeah. And she, her character is, like, pretty funny. I mean, <laughs> like, what happens to her? So, like, this starts with um this handsome, the, like, a guy that gives Johnny Domino a run for his money in terms of handsomeness is like robbing a jewelry store. What is his name? Rob Batterman or something? Rod Bannerman. Yeah, Rod. That's and he's sweet talking this young diamond store clerk, uh, Carrie Grant, the the stepdaughter of the store owner, or Carrie Grace. And she's falling for him because he's so insanely handsome. He's even more he handsome is. than Johnny Domino, I would argue. He might be. Because he's blonde. He might be. Yeah, that's. I mean, I don't know. That makes you more handsome by default, right? I yeah, I guess. So so he's robbing this jewelry store and like flirting with the jewelry store girl Carrie, and I guess like his flirting was genuine or something. Um, but he like you know then Carrie's dad or stepdad or whatever I think they're using that term interchangeably comes and is like oh what are you talking to this girl for and he's like actually I'm robbing the store and he holds a gun he, he like holds them both at gunpoint and then like Carrie's stepdad like instead of giving him a bag of diamonds gives gives him like a bag of explosive powder. Whoa, hold on you are jumping ahead here <laughs> okay. he yells at Carrie for not oh, noticing right, that yeah. this guy had a concealed weapon that he was going to use to rob them with <laughs> right. it's like oh this is all your fault you foolish girl 
How dare you? Dumb you? Bitch. <laughs> like, what yeah, the that's fuck? right. I forgot about that. It's like, look how <laughs> handsome he is. What do you mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that guy was a total dick. Like, the how whole was time. she supposed to know he had a fucking gun in his pocket for Christ's sake? At least I thought it was just his dick, right? Yeah, thought, thought he was just happy to see her. But that's yeah, all she I, was looking at. Like a- every movie and TV show, normally when you see like a bank robbery, they always put the dye pack in there so that when the robbers open it, yeah. it inevitably <laughs> explodes and it ruins the money. But in this. Inside the jewelry bag, he slips some kind of like a flashbang, like, like I don't powder know. or something. I don't know like, what it would be. What kind of Walter White fucking substance this is? It's fucking it, hilarious. But it burns and somehow disfigures and scars Rod's face so badly that he goes throughout the rest of his life just wearing like a, a like a sheet over his head, kind of like one of those like serial killers from like uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, or yeah. like uh, what was that <laughs> one where they're sack. like with Liv Tyler, where they're like let me in, like oh what the oh fuck was the that strangers, one? yeah 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 yeah, he just looked like one of those characters for the rest of his life for some reason. Yeah, he, he just wears gets, a sack. That's awesome. He even gets like trash talked by like the security guard or by the prison guard on like his last day in jail serving out his five-year sentence for this robbery yeah like that guy's like yeah you're such a piece of shit you scumbag cunt get out of here it's your last day congratulations motherfucker that guy is lucky that he can't just say that to a dude who wears a sack yeah like, like, you're gonna get all fucking the inmates murdered. yeah yeah like, <laughs> this is your like clearly that's the one you don't want to fucking shit talk to like and that guy is like insanely lucky that he didn't get murdered by rod like immediately like he, he's just in there curling like a 20 pound like uh weights i'm i'm shocked he didn't just cave that other guy's skull in with that little oh, like, yeah. dumbbell there for that <laughs> so that guy was go. that guy was, that security guard is going dark he's just like you're a fucking piece of shit you can't ever show your face again because it's fucking ugly you're gonna die ugly your mother would hate your face and then he's just like all right see you later have a good life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, he even says as he's walking out of the prison cell after he just gets like that ran down by that guy, which they never dive into this backstory of why the fuck that dude has such a hatred for Rod. But like as yeah. Rod's leaving, he's like, All right guys, see you guys later. <laughs> good one. Like be all played <laughs> as shit to like the rest of the guards. It's weird. Yeah, right. It is it, it is weird. Like Rod is kind of set up to be to become the bad guy. And I mean he is like I guess, well, I, I wouldn't even call him a heel in the wrestling thing. He doesn't actually seem bad, I guess. He just no, like, he's, likes he's to rob banks. He's the hero. Yeah, seriously. He's he just, the, he's just the, the easy target as the fall guy because of his criminal past. Yeah. So, and like, Rod like walks out of jail and this, th- this, um, like, uh, wrestling manager just knew when he was getting out. I, yeah, I don't understand like, this whole deal. That is so weird. Like instantly there's a wrestling promoter there named Patty waiting to offer him a contract to become a new wrestler. The second he gets out of prison. Like that's so fucking weird. I know. Yeah. It's, it's very bizarre. Maybe he's just always hanging out outside of prison and asks everybody who just gets out of jail. That could be possibly like, that's, like yeah, maybe he has big muscles. Maybe, maybe that's how, maybe it's simpler than we think, but it is weird. But yeah, I like that. Then he gives Rod like a, a golden mask. So they're calling him golden boy. That's his wrestling name. Cause he wears this like funny gold mask that looks super awkward to wear and uncomfortable. <laughs> Cause Dude, like 
the entire time I was thinking just how disgusting it must fucking reek inside of that thing <laughs> as he's refusing to take it off. And like when he goes on that date with Carrie later on and she almost kisses him, I'm like, oh, the smell yeah. alone would scare you off, I would think. I know, yeah, it's disgusting. Because he is sweating profusely in that while he's doing these wrestling matches, I'm sure. Well, who wouldn't be? Yeah, of course. Gotta be sweating. So anyway, like his, him being a wrestler, that's how he kind of... That's how Johnny gets involved is because Raleigh is a huge fucking wrestling fan. And so is Frank. They're both like super. Raleigh and Frank. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. I like, uh, what's the Jessica? Wait, is it Penny? What's the like owner of the house of soul? What's that girl's name? I always forget the producer. I don't, I don't remember what her name is. She's, she's not there frequently enough for me to remember her name. Yeah. But like somehow Patty is like a business partner of the house of soul. And so he gives her a bunch of comp tickets and so she brings those two nightman and uh charlie goes all tags along as well they all go to the show and like after that show she becomes a diehard wrestling fan too yeah she she's like wearing the shirts and screaming raleigh too he gets so he gets so worked up like during the wrestling match that he's like throwing popcorn everywhere cheering and everything like he's being such an obnoxious asshole he's worse than like a six-year-old child who's like <laughs> pouting during the show like i know he's pouring his popcorn all over like seven people in the front row in front of him what an asshole he doesn't even apologize for it no he doesn't oh and my favorite wrestler was the omen he's just wearing like this black metal corpse paints and shit that guy was cool <laughs> he, he looked like he was just like one of the kiss characters at first yeah he what does. I thought he was <laughs> and he like wears the makeup outside too because like they invite all the wrestlers well, to the well they um jazz i think that club. was specifically because they invited the wrestlers as like their characters maybe, uh, maybe but he I shows up know. and he's he shows up with two women to the uh the party afterwards yeah <laughs> that's cool yeah, these like wrestlers are awesome. They're just like whoring the whole time and like trying to bang girls, including Rod or Golden Boy. He's also trying to bang girls, but like isn't having much luck. So like after that first show, there's some random girl who like goes backstage to meet everyone, and she actually has like Golden Boy take his mask off. Like he just got oh yeah burned and scarred from this like whatever the fuck this gunpowder explosive device was inside of the bag of jewels like it's not like it like disfigured him he would just have like maybe some burned scar tissue on his face so like why is she freaking out as if he's turned into like the toxic avenger or some like gross shit like that (laughs) like her reaction was so over the top oh actually that that woman too so a little bit before and after with her but before that she is like in the front row um getting popcorn dumped on her by raleigh and that's how she notices johnny domino and she's like oh johnny domino you want to have a private pajama party johnny domino's like no i don't wear pajamas so then she like goes to backstage and tries to bang golden boy and then that's when the mask thing happens and then like for some reason the producer like murders her so you know not surprisingly like women in the nightman will are pretty much there's a 90 percent chance they're going to be brutally murdered so it's not surprising but I don't really get why the um, manager is like killing all these people. He never dives into giving his motivations for it. I, I can't speak on his behalf. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it is weird that like every city they go to where he's the one who sets up these trips to these cities. So if like 
if the cops actually looked into this, like he would be the number one like person of interest to actually interview, I would think, because he's the one who books every single city that they go to as he's because he's the promoter guy. I guess like that's the advantage, right? Because you're surrounded by like wrestlers who are like way more colorful of characters and like it's like, oh, yeah, this wrestler, that guy's got to have something. It's like distracting. It's like, oh, this corpse paint guy and this fucking golden boy. So Johnny could have saved that girl's life, though, by if he would have just agreed to yeah. like go fuck her. Yeah. What an asshole. He's selfish. Yeah. Dick. He's like, no, thanks. I'm here with my friends tonight. I'm watching wrestling <laughs> private pajama party. <laughs> and I, I like that, too. Um, when that's, that's the episode title, I think. Yeah. Private pajama party is a good one. No, I, I, I don't. I don't wear pajamas to bed. So no, thanks. No. I'm hanging out with my friends. <laughs> yeah. We're actually going to have a sleepover with my friends and they, they don't want to bring any girls. Making a pillow fort. <laughs> Fun stuff. But I mean, if that, I guess like, you know, if Tiffany went with Johnny, there's a 50% chance that she would have ended up dead anyway. That's so true. She, she probably would have yeah. died one way or another. Johnny doesn't have a good track record. So then like very, very weird about Rod is he's apparently in love with Carrie, the, jewelry shop uh employee and he's like sending her flowers and shit and being a secret admirer and like the dick father-in-law like or what whatever it is father um stepfather like sees the flowers and he's like what are these flowers and he just like throws them on the sidewalk like <laughs> angrily <laughs> like the like, biggest dick ever he overreacts so dra- dramatically about it he slams them on the ground in the middle of the fucking street i would think like it would be better to just take them inside and just toss them in the trash can behind the counter because you're not gonna want to like litter right in front of your fucking shop door like that's stupid yeah right it is he's so infatuated with this girl that he met that one time he robbed her and he's also been sending her letters every day for the five years he's been in prison it's revealed yeah holy fuck and like the only reason that carrie didn't reply to the letters is because the stepdad like didn't let her and it's weird that she wants to reply anyway. It's like, well, he did pull like a gun on you and rob you. Yeah, but that was hot. It's, that's the thing that Carrie's into. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, but like, that's what it is. So are they trying to imply that Carrie's like a child? Because she's clearly at least like 20, mid 20 something year old woman. She probably be, lives yeah. on her own. Why would her stepfather have any control over her replying to mail that's being sent to her? I don't understand how this dynamic works. Yeah, it's a weird situation. It's but it's like Romeo and Juliet, I guess. You have like the it's it's very poetic. I was all over my head. I didn't get it. Okay. <laughs> it was like um what's another love story that we would know? Kitty Pride and Colossus. It's like that okay. kind of situation. Yeah. So they do all go to the House of Soul for this like special party that uh, Jessica or Penny, the producer girl, is throwing for them. And like the 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 rock star guy, he's in his makeup, Golden Boy's in his mask. So most of them are still in character. But the Swedish angel, for whatever reason, is just there in like a white t-shirt. He's not wearing like the fake wings that he wore for his big championship match. So he didn't go in character, I guess. He just wore a t-shirt. I feel like the uh, the face paint guy was wearing street clothes and not his wrestling outfit. He just kept the face paint on. So maybe it's like just neck up. You got to be in character. 
Hmm. But anyway, um, Carrie also goes to this thing because she's invited by uh, Golden Boy uh, secretly. So she's there as well. And Johnny's like apparently hovering around her like, oh, wait, no, you can't walk to your car alone. Like, but in telling uh, Jessica or whatever her name is, the producer to like make sure she doesn't walk alone to her car. I'm going to go to her car with her, which uh, is, is very aggressive. But, um, you know, I guess she was right. Like he um, she did get beaten up in the parking lot of House of well, Soul, which well, I mean- tends to happen. Johnny knows any girl that he has even the slightest interest or interaction with at House of Soul is eventually going to get beaten or uh, die of a drug overdose at the House of Soul. So he's like, I better protect him this time just to be safe. You know, I've learned my lesson. Fool me 17 times, random women of the House of Soul. Shame on you. You won't give me that 18th time. Right. Yeah. But uh, on their way in there in the first place. Yeah, originally in the elevator, it's like two of the wrestler guys, maybe some random like other people. There's maybe like six people in the elevator together. Johnny and Carrie are in there, and then they're like, "Oh, hold that for us!" And like Golden Boy, uh, Patty, uh, that makeup guy, and his two lady friends, and a couple other people all go in there. So it's an elevator full of like maybe like thirteen-ish, fourteen-ish people at once. And Johnny makes his big comedic debut here. He's like, "Oh man." Now I know what a sardine feels like to no response or ovation from a single fucking person in that elevator. I have no idea why they bothered scripting this like horrifically failed joke by Johnny Domino in here, but for whatever reason, they, they decided to go that route and make him look like a twat. Well, let's say, you know, that there's, um, not a lot of space in that elevator. I mean, I think we can visually see that. We don't need to make Johnny seem way less cool by having him make that god-awful joke. I guess the wrestlers just found it cringe and didn't bother responding. Assholes. Yeah, seriously. Left them hanging. Oh, okay, so then, like, Golden Boy asked Carrie out on a date, and they kind of go back and forth on that for a while, and then, like, Carrie's like, oh yeah, I loved you too, and I wanted to respond, but my stepdad's a dick. And then, so, so this makes golden boy decide I'm going to go get my face fixed. Like only after this, I guess before there was no shot with Carrie, he wasn't going to bother doing it, but he like talks to the manager, like, oh, all right, I'm going to take, take my money and get my face fixed. This, why wasn't that the option in the first place? Like you can still wear the mask if you're handsome or not, it doesn't matter. And like be a wrestler, but I guess it just didn't cross his mind until then. It's very strange. Yeah, because he literally went back to work like the day after having the surgery. So it's not even like it's going to be yeah, uh, an extended period of time where you would be missing like dates and not making money for working those shows. It's nothing like that. It's just, I have no idea why the fuck he is like, yeah, well, I guess I'll never fix my face. I'll just continue to live in this sacked bag. But now that yeah, he found true love, okay, now it's worth it. And even before he made this decision, he just complained constantly about not being handsome anymore. It's like, shouldn't this be, I feel like this should be like number one priority. So, and then in the, in the park, Rod runs into Carrie's father who pulls a gun on him. And then like, well, because fucking Rod is threatening to go to the police, what, which is, seems like a bitch move. Why would he threaten that? I, I, that made me lose a little respect for him. No, because 
I mean, if you get your face horribly disfigured, two-faced style, then you're okay to snitch. Fuck it. You you don't you don't deserve to keep your mouth. Sh- you don't owe him keeping your mouth shut. Snitch all you yeah. fucking want, man. You're horribly disfigured and gross now. I guess, but I mean, did Toothpaste ever go to the police? I don't recall. Well, in two cases, case it happened right in front of a courtroom full of c- policemen. So, like, he didn't and have to didn't snitch. He didn't have to snitch. It was clear as fucking day what the fuck happened to him. Okay, but he kept his mouth shut about it. All right. So anyway, there's there's a struggle with this with the stepdad and with with Rod in the park, and there's a gunshot, so it's heavily implied that the stepfather was killed in it with by a gunshot, right? Because well, they didn't no, because Charlie back immediately gets the phone call saying that that guy is dead in the park. Yeah, so he so, does get shot, not Golden Boy who gets shot, and then they never come back to that. Yeah, like. So at the very end, <laughs> Which is awesome. Johnny goes up to every single one of the people that he was in the elevator with to shake their hands to see who it was that was murdering all these women because he saw that premonition when he was riding in the elevator with everyone. And he goes up and he shakes Golden Boy's hand and like at the end, Johnny or Raleigh's like, oh, it's that fucking piece of shit, isn't it? I knew it. What an asshole. Fuck him. And he's like, no, I got nothing from him. So like, even though it was in <laughs> self-defense, like he still shot and killed a man. But like, somehow Johnny doesn't trigger that as like a bad act or whatever so his power didn't work for it also bribes are not considered bad because he got nothing from the yeah, Swedish yeah. angel Swedish angel like, like two seconds after accepting the bribe to horribly continue to disfigure this man nothing pops for Johnny again his evil thought reading power is so confusing like, <laughs> like it's so arbitrary it's the, the way it works it's just like whenever there's something I guess whenever there's something that we need to drive the plot forward or like, not, then like, it works. Whenever we read that last volume of the actual book with the werewolf guy, you were saying that it's only if like the character themselves thinks what they're doing is an evil thing. That's the only time it would work, and that's why it wouldn't work with that werewolf guy. But like in yeah. this one, like I, I understand Golden Boy because it was self-defense, because he drew on him, and he was trying to shoot him, and he accidentally like fired it at the guy in the scuffle i get that one that one's totally fine but the avenging or the swedish angel who clearly just takes a bribe to like fucking mangle this man's face the day after having face reconstructive surgery when uh golden boy also makes a note to carry he's like don't worry face hitting is banned in this wrestling organization it's not in the script i'll be totally fine it was worth having the surgery so like that guy takes the bribe to like re disfigure him so that he'll have to go back under the mask and become a wrestler again but somehow that's not considered evil by him i mean he has to heroically and righteously continue to mangle this man's face permanently i mean i guess like he can just get the surgery again so yeah it's not that bad he's a, it's fine how is he a millionaire wrestler i don't understand this he's working on some like low level independent league like, he's been doing this for maybe, like, a month now. Like, he just got out of fucking prison. Like, it's not like he's been at this for, like, 30 fucking years. How has he made that much money so quickly? I don't know. Alright, so the one other note I had here. When they're in the elevator, right after they get off, Johnny stops to talk to Carrie for a second. And Johnny is more wearing, like, a black dress pants... And a black turtleneck sweater type of the shirt. And he ends his conversation with her and he's like, Well, I have to go up and play. Excuse me a minute. 
And then we cut to him on stage in a completely different costume or outfit, just jamming away on the saxophone. I like that. I like the continuity error of them just immediately showing him in something completely different without giving any explanation for it. Yeah, that's in, like, cool. his classic sleeveless vest look. Mm-hmm. We, did yeah, we get, had a lot of saxophone playing. We got this two. We got two full performances in this episode from him. Like really, really like lengthy performances too. We really got into the nitty gritty on these. It was good. I, I like that this episode actually opened with like a random like uh, uh, stock fo- stock footage of a uh, uh, street trolley. Oh yeah, <laughs> to, to remind us about that fateful day. I remember that. And the only other note I had here. Uh, the first time when we see the wrestling happening, uh, they have a, a ring card girl holding up a sign that says round two, like you would do for like a boxing or an MMA fight. But like in wrestling, there aren't rounds like you don't take breaks and then continue wrestling. It's like a one solid thing until the end. So there's no purpose or reason for uh, a round card girl to be there. I don't understand how that worked. Well, you know, it's a different league. This is like WWS or whatever it was called. So, you know, different league, different rules. I suppose. But great episode, though. I really like I enjoyed it. It was cool. Everything you want in it. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah. Very impressive. All right. um, So we'll continue watching that next week for sure. But let's go into some other shows that aren't as good as Nightman, but still were watched fuck these comic book shows well what'd you think of umbrella academy i finished it by now i assume you i haven't watched any more of it i'm up to the fucking wedding episode yeah i don't oh man i watched everything else okay why why didn't she finish it It was a did you watch any of the what i of the wedding episode yeah Okay, so it's because it was too boring. sad that he wasn't invited to the fucking bachelor party because he's not their real Ben. And then he stops being a twat to Klaus, and Klaus is like, vouches for him. And then he comes and has a good time with him. Well, yeah. And then he starts being a dick again later. But anyway, uh, that I hated that wedding episode. That was like the, the really, it, it just like slowed everything down to a grinding halt for like over an hour. And it was just like, it's like just get to it. Like we're 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 building to this climax, and then we just stop it dead to like have a stupid wedding and like talk about how you feel about your father and shit. It's like fucking get on with it. Fuck. So yeah, that episode sucked ass. But other than that, I really like the show. I, I enjoyed it. I like all the time travel nonsense and time paradoxes. That's fun. How did it end? And why? So like at the very beginning of that episode. They cut to like the original timelines space boy of him living on the moon for like four years and losing his mind. Why did they splice that in there out of nowhere? And like, did they ever come back to that? Like, I didn't understand why the fuck we needed to see all of that of him like going through that montage of fucking going crazy living in the moon. It's because um, he gets killed at the end of the episode. Oh, shit. But I so didn't get that's that probably part. why. I mean, it doesn't really matter that he gets killed because it all kind of undoes itself anyway. And you have like Klaus there who can just kind of 
bring him back and shit to like, you know, save people at the last second. So, you know, I mean, for what it's worth, he gets killed by, uh, by Reginald to get everybody to do what he wants. Hmm. Yeah. And it's kind of, and the last episode is like kind of confusing. It's like go back into that other world and then they have to like, um, use their power energy inside their body to like power some sort of like reset machine and like reset the timeline or whatever. It's very, very weird. So is his wife and the fake Ben, are they with them now in the new timeline? As like the new members of the team, or how's how's that work? The fake Ben is the new wife is not. Oh so, man, yeah. So kind of strange that one and not the other are there. But and then like everything is like, uh, there's a bunch of buildings with Hargreaves on them. So and he's like seems to be some sort of big businessman or something. Um, but yeah, weird. What about Lila? Is she there now too? Yeah, she's still there. Yeah. What else? Way too much dancing in that show. I, I think they had too many dance montages as well. That was my other complaint. Not enough. I like that shitty version of the Katy Perry song that they played at the wedding. Oh, that was yeah, terrible. That was great. Yeah. Such a bad cover. <laughs> yeah, that was so insanely bad. Yeah, it was. You know, we're not here for the music and dancing, but I am. That's, someone that's thinks the we are. Biggest part of that Miss Marvel show is like the music. It's fucking awesome in it. I'm talking about Umbrella Academy, though. That's the only reason I watch is by that musician guy from my favorite band ever when I was a youngster. Oh. And so I hope to hear his band playing all throughout it. Which band is he from? Um, Fall Out Boy? My Chemical Romance. Okay. The guy who wrote Umbrella Academy. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's I think it's My Chemical Romance. Cool. They're the Maybe. best. I love their music. Yeah, they are the thing, best. But- like, um, I think uh, that Black Parade song, yeah. Okay, those guys rock. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't understand awesome. why we're playing someone else's cover of Katy Perry songs. Could have been there, their cover of Katy Perry songs. Why don't they put a shitload of uh, My Chemical Romance music in that show? Isn't that, that the would, whole point? That would be all I would allow to be in it. Yeah, if I was like the writer, it's like we're only playing my songs in this, we are not playing, um. What was that 80s throwback one that they had, too? I can't Fuck. remember. I don't know. <laughs> Not playing whatever shitty song that is. But yeah, I, I enjoy the show, though. It's just... Except for the weddings and the dancing. I'm surprised you sat down and prioritized watching the end of that one instead of everything else. Wait, over what? Did you watch the Stranger Things 2 episodes, the 17-hour one? Yeah, yeah, I watched those, too. Okay, I watched those the second they came out. Yeah. That's what I brought Speaking really Speaking of 80s throwbacks. Oh, fuck. That's the one I wanted to, play, to press. Look, I've only had a day off in the past, like, 10 days. So oh, I had okay. to prioritize which one I was going to sit through and watch at the end I of the see. night. I see. So I went with Stranger Things first, the second after it came out. And then because you made the joke about how awful Miss Marvel was or and about like her trying to fuck her <laughs> uncle, I was like, all right, I should probably watch these. So I like, joke? <laughs> I had those watching I had those playing while I was like trying to not fall asleep this morning. Oh, and then man. after that finished, I watched some of Young Justice because I've slacked on that terribly. 
the season's over, but I've still got like five or six episodes to go. And then I watched 20 minutes of one of those Umbrella Academy episodes, the one with the moon. I mean, I I just went with this um, catch up on TV shows idea so I could save a bunch of time and just talk about shit I watched anyway. So, okay. I mean, I thought you were keeping up on these. I mean, I had a long weekend, so like, I guess that's the thing. It was a holiday weekend for me, so I had time to watch um, 14 hours of Stranger Things. Dude, fu- fuck Stranger Things, man. Like, this this new season hey, really sucked. It really sucked, this new season. But it was so fucking long, and it didn't even end. I thought it was the final season, too. Apparently, it's not. That's what I thought. That's what I thought when they like originally released that trailer for this season. I thought they were saying it was the final season, but it is clearly not. And it's like, you might as well just have like the writers and creators of the show just jerk off instead of put all the fucking cliche conversations about like, oh, your power was in you all along. And, oh, I loved you the whole time. And like, uh, it's going to be different this time. We fucked up. Now, now we know more. Every fucking cliche conversation you had to have in fucking hour and 45 minute long, two and a half hour long episodes. It's like, so, Jesus Christ. So the one part that kind of like irked me is. Like that last episode is what? Like two and a half two and hours. Two and a half long? hours. Fine. Two that's and a half fine. hours. But like this is a episodic TV show that you have. Why would you not just break that up into like two or three episodes? Yeah. Like I don't understand why you have to cram it into he yeah, has one episode. That was fucking weak. That was stupid as fuck. It's really stupid. And they they had a couple points where it looked like, okay, that'd be a good place to end an episode. And then it's just like, oh, keep going for another hour and 20 minutes. And it's, well, just make like it ultima- shorter. Like I just- ultimately, it makes zero bit of difference because everyone's still no. going to sit the fuck down and watch it all. But like, I don't understand why instead of just going with your classic, like, fucking 50 to 60 minute episodes, you had to, like, yeah. extend this one so obnoxiously. It just makes it. I know it's like no difference because like if you have one two hour long episode or two one hour long episodes, it's like the same, but it feels it doesn't feel the same. It feels like a lot more painful to watch just like people dick around for two and a half hours and do nothing. And then finally, at the very end, like start doing shit. It's like it's just. Oh, maybe. So maybe they did that so it's not like every season of The Walking Dead where there are like seven episodes of just filler episodes where they just have (laughs) to meet their contractual 24-episode limit. Yeah. So instead of like breaking those up because they knew if they did that, everyone would just call them The Walking Dead of like fucking dicking around in an episode. And they didn't want to waste one whole episode on just like pointless shit. So maybe that's why they extended it to be 17 hours long instead so that way we can't say Maybe. it was just a filler episode. Smart. I like that. I approve. So so you know those um Defenders shows on Netflix, right? Like how there's like no. at least one episode, well, you know. So there are this there's this Defenders group of shows on Netflix. It's called um, The Defenders? Well, the, Is it like a all the just yeah, the Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and Oh, you, yeah. oh, Marvel's the, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in in like every season of uh, all of those shows, they had like one episode where Disney they like lose their powers. Uh, well, now it is, but it used to be. I mean, this we're talking about Netflix because Stranger Things. But so this is what Netflix learned is like everybody loves those episodes where the superhero loses their powers. So like, let's make that a entire season and make them 
extremely long and painful episodes and just like do that and then then make everybody wait like a month before the end of it for no reason to make it seem like it's going to have this big buildup of something and then just nothing happens. Hold on. I don't remember. I haven't watched, rewatched The Defenders once since it originally came out. I don't remember I a single detail from it except for like Electra in the hand. We're trying to like tunnel into New York City's core and do something bad with evil and hell. But I don't remember anyone losing their powers during any point of that show. It happened to Jessica Jones at one point. She's like, oh, I'm not strong anymore. What's going on there? And then she had to do something or another and then got her powers back. And then Luke Cage, certainly it happened too. It's like, what the fuck? My skin well, is not Luke Cage. Anymore. Yeah, because that one guy had the special bullets that like negated his skin power thing. Okay, so but I don't think anyone enjoyed that. That's well, I, I'm being sarcastic. All right, I guess I need to like spell it. Dude, I'm tired. You need to spell <laughs> it up. I'm not going to catch up on your subtleties, goddamn. Okay. It. <laughs> All right, so for Dave's autism's sake, I'll be very, very clear about like I'll use a sarcasm tag and like. Make be a, very make, clear about make which a, shows I'm talking about. Make a I've been a sarcastic cunt drop for uh, next week for this. Because I'm not going <laughs> to catch it. So there's a group of shows called Marvel's Defenders and Marvel's <laughs> Jessica Jones and Marvel's Luke Cage and Marvel's... And they were on Netflix, but now they're on Disney+. Plus. But in those episodes... Anyway. They did that to Eleven and then put way too much focus on her trying to get her powers back. And I, I found it very annoying. Anyway, I thought the show was going to be over and probably they should have just ended it. Cause I really think that the season sucked ass. Hmm. Yeah. I don't like how easily everyone can just transition into the upside down world now. Yeah. It's no, there's no mystery to it anymore. Yeah, yeah. Then they ended it with like, Oh, now the upside down world is comes to you. Tune in next season. Actually, this isn't the last season. Lol. But on the plus side, because of this season's popularity, Dead by Daylight has decided to like renew that licensing uh-huh. contract with Stranger Things. So I guess they're bringing back the Stranger Things DLC. And I don't know if they're making a new chapter of it as well, or if they're just adding like the, the Vec- Vecra monster and maybe another like actual hero character to, to that chapter, or if they're doing their one just with those guys specifically. Oh. But either way, that's fucking cool, because I would like to play as that guy. That would be awesome. They got to put in um, skinny, fat Hellboy with a sword that he finds out of nowhere. That was from the weapons chest. That was a very, like, the style of that sword is like, it's like a Devil May Cry sword or something. It's it, the it was one very from weird. Conan the Barbarian. He oh, posted it? it on Instagram yesterday. I don't know. Okay. He's not as fat, and he should be. I don't want to see like fat Hellboy get skinny. He's been starving in a gulag for eight months or whatever. It'd be funnier if he was still fat. He should have just stayed fat. Why does he lose weight for this show and not for Hellboy? Because contractually he was still heftier on this show, so he couldn't lose weight for Hellboy. They fucked that up. They should have like waited to film Hellboy until he wasn't like too fat to fit in the costume. Maybe people would have taken it more seriously. All right, that's all I have. That, so speaking I of speaking yeah. of fun, loose, and powers shit, how about that episode of The Boys? Oh, yeah, they did that on The Boys, too. 
Wait, what happened on that new episode of The Boys? Did you um, not watch that one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I remember now. I, I just wanted to make sure to mention this on the show is that they said cunt six times and they said twat one time. So, like, I think that's a new record for this show. So, like, season three, episode seven is the, the best one yet. Highest rated. It's the, the see you next scale. Tuesday episode of our podcast of their yeah. show. New record for them. I'm proud of them for getting this far. They've still got a long way to go if they want to reach us, though. I know. They got to start throwing in a lot more content. The ESPN of saying cunt on podcasting. I forget how that thing used to go. Yeah. That's us. I guess, like, I guess, like, since you have um, Billy, like, stuck in his memories of his past, I mean, it makes sense that you have, like, cunt in there way more times than usual, <laughs> which is good. I like it. More, the more cunts, the better. Definitely. But fun, fun episode though. Yeah, yeah. That's all I had to say about it, really. I mean, I'm, I mean, the boys is a good show. Oh yeah, Soldier Boy is um, Homelander's father. That's a weird twist, but all right. Yeah, they fuck each other in the comics, so that would have been weird. Oh. <laughs> that's i like that better homelander, the homelander way more tricks edgy. soldier boy into fucking him the one night and promises him a spot in the seven for letting him fuck him and then the very next day he's like yeah obviously we're not letting you in you stupid asshole <laughs> i didn't know that i'd have been way weirder if it was still going with this fucking story idea see like that's the kind of thing that you want to put in to like have people be like oh this is too too much for me because that hero gasm as episode was not enough for me to like get me like on my like oh that's that's too much after seeing it in the comics it's so grossly underdelivered and disappointed like it wasn't even close to what i was hoping for it's too tame yeah yeah that's the one thing the show the show is just a little too tame they don't even have terror fucking things more than one time Who's the terror? Terror. Um, Butcher's dog. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck. I forgot they don't even have him on this. He, he made a little cameo. He was in like he one, was episode in one episode last episode, season. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think uh, Butcher does tell him to fuck something, right? I think they, they made that reference. Oi, cunt the boys. That's right. Oi, cunt the boys. Yep. All right. How about, uh, how about Ms. Marvel? Speaking of fucking things, does she fuck her uncle? So. Not yet. But at the end of episode two, so like. uh, Episode two, I think, is where they first introduce that guy. And he's like, he looks like he's just like a 16, 17, 18-ish year old, like high school student, just like she is. And she's got the hots for him because he's super dreamy. He's got fucking washboard abs and he's completely smooth body. He's dreamy as shit. And he dives off a, he dives off of a super high up roof or something into a pool. And it's so badass and cool. And he gets out of the water and he's dripping wet and he's all like fucking smooth. And she thinks it's super hot and shit. And uh, so she's like super into this dude and they go out and get some coffee or something after school the one day. And later on, it's heavily implied that by the end of the episode that he is her, I forget what the family history on this shit thing is. It's so 
it's her mom's it's not her it's not her grandma because her grandma she goes and sees it episode four but it's some okay. lady from her family lineage it might be an aunt or it might be like a her grandma's mom it's one of the two but that karam guy is his is her son so it's whatever the fuck that lineage would be it's either like a great 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 uncle or it's a cousin I don't know who that female character who is his mother is in relation to Kamala. Okay. But either way, it's some kind of relative who she wants to fuck. And that's gross. And then in episode three, like episode two ends with her in the backseat of his car when they pick her up. And she's like, Oh, Kamala, I've been wanting to meet you for a while now. And episode three, like they go and she like, she introduces her to like her whole team. And instead of like being like, hey, we're inhumans, cool, that sticks to the comic books. Instead of doing that, they just say they're, uh, uh, what the f- gins, which is genies, basically. So oh. instead of going with a cool thing from the comic uh, books, we're just doing genies. Just genies? Fucking what? fun. Great. That's weird. So, like, she introduces, like, her whole family. This is when I was, like, kind of, like, drifting off and half in essentially so i don't remember what the fuck she introduces everyone as i don't know if they're all relatives i hope they're not because like he's like a 17 year old kid is what he looks like but i think they might be like thousands and thousands of years old or something i i didn't pay any attention to this episode it was boring as fuck it was just them talking the entire time i didn't pay any attention to what happened episode four she goes to Pakistan to meet her, to visit her grandma, because her grandma like called her. She's like, you need to get here goddamn now, because that lady knows who you are. She knows you have these uh, power bracelets, and she's going to be aiming for you. Get here fucking now. Hurry. So she and her mom go to Pakistan to visit her grandma. And while they're in Pakistan, this, is, this one is actually from the comic book. She goes there, and she actually meets. In the comic books, it's just a specific guy named the Red Dagger in this it's an organization and we meet two different dudes who are parts of it, but they're called the Red Daggers. And they're kind of like friendly hero friends of Kamala's in the comics and shit. And they kind of take her in and they help her and they're trying to help her train with her power bracelet. And uh, they get jumped in their base by that grandma, aunt lady and her whole family of bad guy genies. And they kill the one leader guy of the Red Daggers, but then the young kid who is supposed to be Red Dagger from the comic books and uh, Kamal, they escape. And I forget how the episode ended. All right. But that episode was action-packed the entire time. It was like a giant, insane, super fun like chase sequence all throughout like downtown, I don't know what city in Pakistan this is supposed to be. But it's all kinds of hijinks. It's very reminiscent of like a fucking like Indiana Jones type of chase sequence type kind of thing. But it was fun. It's super colorful and vibrant. And I like all the music throughout this show. There's a lot of like fucking really awesome music that I keep playing. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know, having trouble. I haven't. Don't don't bother with urge. any of the first three episodes. Okay. Just jump right to four. It's fun. Who so the like, fuck cares what the storyline is? Just watch this one for the action yeah. chase sequence. Do they have any fun? cameos in there are there any is like i mean the guy who it's not fun at all it's stupid as fuck and lame but damage control is in this one or damage control is in the show throughout 
for all four episodes. But in this one, they actually like show up and they capture the genies for a second. And then, oh wait, maybe that was episode three. So maybe in episode three is the one where like her brother gets married to his fiance. And at the very end of it, that's when the genies first show up to like try to steal the bracelet back from Kamala. And there's this big fight sequence that happens in this uh, dining hall and kitchen area at this restaurant. And I think they escape it because uh, uh, the, the hot uncle cousin guy that she wants to fuck, he betrays his mother and he helps Kamala get free from them instead of like helping his mom kidnap her and steal the bracelet thing. So I think that one ends with him like rescuing her from the genie family. And then that's when the grandma calls her and she's like, oh, he, he knows you have that bracelet. You need to get here now for your own safety. But then somehow magically, of course, the genie girl knows that that's where they went. And that's why they show up there in episode four to instantly do another fun chase sequence. So just watch the last 20 minutes of episode three and all of episode four. All right. I'll, but, I'll uh, do that. But Damage Control were in that one, the last Spider-Man movie. They're the ones that, like, interrogate oh. Peter Parker and all his friends. It's that right. same fucking guy from Damage Control. He's in this show. So I guess that's a cameo if you want to count it. Yeah, it's not that fun. You're right. It's not fun at fucking all. Yeah. So far, Miss Marvel, or Captain Marvel, has not shown up. But oh, I guess like the end. The last one, yeah. She's got to show up at the end. They, they telegraphed that, like, a mile away. I mean... They've already booked Kamala Khan to appear in a show called The Marvels with the other two Captain Marvels. So at some point, real Captain Marvel has to actually appear to sell that. The on. man, Captain Marvel? No, not Marvel. Mohawk man? Marvel. Oh. Is that the same one with the shitty haircut? The cool haircut, the Mohawk one. Okay. Who's the third Marvel? Monica Rambeau. Oh. Spectrum, Photon. Oh, okay. She was Captain Marvel as well for a while. Captain gotcha. Marvel is the guy one who originally started the whole thing with Carol. All right, but I don't think he's showing up in this. Damn. Uh, what other shows were there? I think that was it. I think we hit them all. It's all the ones I've been aware of. Oh, have you? So I watched one more episode of Young Justice. I'm still five or six short. But uh, it seems like Connor Kent is going to become the White Lantern. Okay. Which, I, I don't know a fucking thing about any of the Lanterns. I've never read anything about the Lanterns. I'm bored with space shit. But uh, I suppose that's supposed to be cool for DC fans. I don't know. He's the one with the white power, yeah. It does nothing for me. But, hooray. Cool. And uh, actually, this season, Beast Boy gets addicted to drugs. Oh, cool. <laughs> he gets kicked off all the teams, which that's kind of fun. That's like, awesome. He, he's like going that. to like forced counseling and he's like, no, I'm totally clean. I'm off all the stuff. And then like he, he's sad because everyone he loves died. He's like, no, I still need this shit. I need my juice. <laughs> so that's fun, that's I guess. Awesome. Yeah, I do like that. More drugs. Yeah. Hopefully there's a lot more. Hopefully he ODs like in one of these next couple of episodes at the season finale is like, Oh, will Beast Boy make it through his overdose or not. That's the big cliffhanger for next season. Exciting stuff. Yeah. All right. That's been our comic book show catch up, I guess. So now we're all caught up. Fuck these comic book shows.
it's overall, you know, it's really the sentiment. No way. They all get passing grades. They're all perfect in every way. Exactly. Nailed it. Right. So what do you want to do for next week then? Other than Nightman? Oh, just Nightman. Okay. I have a busy week. I'm not going to read a lot. Oh, all right. I'll have free time. I guess we're just Nightman only at this podcast now. Yeah. We're going to cut out all that nonsense that no one really pays attention to. Yeah, we'll just talk about Nightman. Yeah, Night Talk. Full force. Sweet. I like it. I mean, Nightman's the only thing I care about. So join us next week for that. And in the meantime, follow me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. At these do the God. Follow us at Giraffes HBD Pod on Facebook and Twitter. SoundCloud.com slash DJ Von Mir for the music. And uh, Patreon.com slash Giraffes Have Black Tongues. See you next week. Bye. Bring in um, Beavis and Butthead, the comic book. Where they like had a comic? Is it about it's that from like new the nineties or that new movie? No, 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 no. I watched that new movie though, and that was how old? It was all right. It's stupid, but like it's fun. It's Beavis and Butthead. It's what you expect. But no, they have a comic book where they like make fun of uh, Marvel comics instead of music videos. So like that's funny. Oh shit! So they're like talking about how cool the Punisher is, and like the well, that's book incorrect. that I scrolled through. <laughs> well, no, though. Why wouldn't they think the Punisher is cool? That that tracks with the characters. Isn't the Punisher the favorite Marvel character of Trump supporters who like to storm the White House and shit? And now they have to change his logo because of that. Yeah, that's but cool. this was written in the '90s, and Beavis and Butthead, I, I don't think, are paying attention to politics. It seemed like they would have their fingers on the pulse of politics. Yeah, I guess they would. All right, let's read that. <laughs> I mean, like, it's long as fuck, though, so oh, I was, I was only going to bring I was in, like, That would be, like, a 15-page max. Thing. I mean, I was going to say, like, one issue. I'm, I'm not reading multiple issues of it. It's way too long. It's very, it's very wordy. Hmm. That's surprising for a Beavis and Butthead thing. Yeah, it is weird, but it did seem long. But I mean, I guess what they do is like sit around and just like comment on music videos and shit. So yeah, but I mean, sense. like it's the simplest of sentences and expressions that they typically say. It's highbrow. Not... Like you got to set up the jokes, you know. It takes a lot of setup. That's true. Cornholio. Yeah, that's the one problem I had with the movie is like they have to bring back those like old bits that they do like cornhole i don't like the cornholio bit but they had to bring it back they had to work it in well i mean the true fans would have appreciated that i guess but it's i i, I just don't like the bit part that's that's all did they do any watching music videos in the movie no no they didn't do that and um 
the Tom Anderson didn't appear in it, which I was disappointed about because I was excited for my wife to see it because he's just Hank Hill. My he wife was, was not Hank impressed Hill before Hank before Hill. Hank Hill. Yeah, right. But he's like the basis of Hank Hill. But my wife was not impressed by Beavis and Butthead that much. Though they did um, get some cheap laughs. Because it's I like mean, so you stupid. Gotta, you got to start her off at season one. Introduce I know, her yeah. to the very beginning. And then work your way <laughs> up to like do America. And then I think they had like a brief like revival of the TV show. Yeah, they did. That. I remember and that. Then, yeah. And then show her this one. Yeah, there's a lot of, lot of things I got to go through before doing that. But anyway, though, I think... Um, so do you want to do you want to read one issue of that or no? Yeah, we'll do that. All right, one issue, first one, because the Punisher's in it. Well, we already know they think the Punisher's cool. Who else do they think is cool? Wolverine, probably. I'll think he's probably cool. yeah. Hulk, yeah, he's cool. Yeah, they would love Hulk. Who do they hate? I want to read one where they don't like whoever it is. Ms. Marvel, <laughs> or I don't know. It's hard to tell like who they're talking about in the issues. Um. Who else would they hate? Uh, Charles Xavier. Not, I don't know. They, yeah, they probably Beast. wouldn't like Iron Man because, like, no, because Iron Man used to be a drunk. I, I would think that would be appealing. I guess that's true, but he's like uses too many big words, so they would think he's like gay oh, or something. Reed Richards, Reed Richards for sure. Oh yeah, they would hate him, but they would have lots of good like make your dick bigger jokes. That's true. Yeah, so that's hard to t- really hard to tell which ones they like or not. Like they'd love the thing because like he's big and muscly and you can make lots of like hard dick jokes. Johnny they probably Storm. wouldn't. Well, we could say something about your dick being on fire. So yeah, that might be fun. Is that? I don't know. Probably wear thin pretty quickly though. He wouldn't be at the top, but I don't know if they dislike him. I was gonna say maybe the Invisible Woman they wouldn't like because no, she's a woman, she's hot. but they. Yeah, she's hot, so they would love the Invisible Woman. So that's the thing. I guess all the woman ones. I guess they wouldn't like uh, Captain Marvel, the modern day one, because she's not. She has like a ugly haircut. But I was hoping you were going to say because she's a minor. Though. No, I'm talking about Captain Marvel, Ms. Yeah. Marvel. Uh, oh, I thought you meant that. Okay. No, no, no. Maybe they wouldn't like Ms. Marvel then. That could be one. Yeah, because she's a minor. Yeah probably wouldn't even address that one i would hope not they would like thor because thor looks like he's in a metal band and they love metal and mm-hmm. he drinks so I, I really don't know who they would Hercules, like. maybe they, you know what they know, probably wouldn't loss. they probably like they probably would like that with a cool beard yeah. and barrel chested wire and a willing cloth you know dr strange they wouldn't like dr strange yeah because he's a cause pretentious he's like, cunt yeah, and he's very like effeminate and everything, so they'd probably call him gay. Nightcrawler? Maybe not. He's like a blue monkey. Yeah. I can't think of too many funny jokes. They probably, oh, they wouldn't like uh, Magneto for sure, because Magneto's like too many big words. Well, I guess we'll find out next week, so just I just pick an issue at random, and I'll pick an issue at random, and we'll see what we uh, come across. See if anything's funny. What is it called? It's just called Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, there's only one Beavis and Butthead comic, but like, uh, Butthead is spelled with uh, hyphen. a hyphen. Yeah, so just watch like Spider Man. Spider Man stole that from Beavis and Butthead, as I recall. Oh uh, yeah, I think I think you're right and about they that. They both stole it from the Nightman. Right. 
Even, even Nightman doesn't use a dash though. I know he does. Well, not his name, but I'm sure there's a character <laughs> in the Nightman series who has a name hyphened. Probably. And that's where Marvel and MTV got it from. Like any character that doesn't have a space or any character that has a space between whatever and man is uh they got that from the Nightman. Of course, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Inspiration. Space. Between the man. It all comes back to Nightman. Always does. <laughs>